Lord, Heavenly Father, we come to you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our Master. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this evening, Father. We ask you, Holy Spirit, that you will take part in every situation that we're going to speak about. Father, let your will be done. Bless Brother Richard. Bless Brother Daniel, Lord God. And Father, let your will be done insofar as that you change our lives, Lord. Help us to draw closer to you. Know that you and only you are Lord of our lives. And we submit and surrender our lives to you, Father. We ask that you bless everything that will be going on tonight, that you will be glorified, that you will be blessed, oh, Father. We thank you for all the years that Daniel and Richard have been playing and lifting up the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for your grace and your mercy. And those that are still coming, let nothing prevent them from coming. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. On a un Dieu fidèle. We have a faithful God. Et il fait les choses en son temps. And he does things in his time. In his time. In his time. Rédempteur du monde, tout est 
puisque sa m'a franchi du sort qui me condamnait. Alléluia, merci Seigneur pour ton triomphe à la fois. Above all powers. Au-dessus de toute puissance. De tout roi. Au-dessus de tout roi. Oui, Et de tout kings. royaume. And above all kingdoms. Above all powers. Above all kings. Above all nature. And all the greater things. Above all wisdom and all the ways of man, you were here before the world began. Above all kingdoms, above all thrones, above all wonders this world has ever known, above all wealth. Même quand on ne le voit pas, Even when we don't see him, il est là. He is there. Dieu est bon en tout temps. Il a mis ce chant de louange en moi. Dieu est bon en tout temps. Au sein de la nuit, sa lumière jaillit. Dieu est bon. En tout temps, si tu marches dans la vallée et l'ombre t'envahit, ne crains pas, il te guide, il te protège. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm going to be doing two songs there that are related to the message that the Lord has put on my heart for tonight. So one song is in French. It's a song that God gave me when I was uh, 17 years old, my first song. It's based on the scripture, Jeremiah 33, verse 3. So uh, call unto me, and I will answer thee, and I will reveal to you or show you big and mighty things. And in French it says, des choses grandes et mystérieuses. Amen. Hallelujah. C'est un E en Invoque-moi et je te répondrai. Oui, te répondrai. Je t'annoncerai de grandes choses. Invoque-moi. Et je te répondrai, oui, te répondrai, je t'annoncerai de grandes choses. Je suis la porte, si quelqu'un entre par moi. Vers pâturage, invoque moi et je te répondrai, oui te répondrai, je t'annoncerai de grandes Quelqu'un entre par moi, il sera sauvé. Il y entrera et il en sortira. 
et trouvera de perpaturage. Invoque-moi et je te répondrai, oui te répondrai, je t'annoncerai de grandes choses. Demandez et l'on vous donnera. Cherchez et vous trouverez, oui, vous trouverez. Frappez et l'on vous ouvrira. En mon nom, tout ira. moi et je te répondrai oui te répondrai je t'annoncerai de grandes choses et invoque moi et je te répondrai oui te répondrai je t'annoncerai de grandes choses. Invoque-moi, dit l'Éternel, ton Dieu. Invoque-moi et je te Alléluia, merci Seigneur Jésus. Alléluia. Amen. And also to be also in with the sync of the message that God has put in my heart for everybody tonight, and especially for myself too, because when God is bringing you a message to you, it's to you first. And He's speaking to me first, and I'm sharing this so everybody could be encouraged and blessed. But the first thing I want you to know, don't be worried. God does not have a message to hit anybody with the Bible on the head. He just wants to say also that He loves you. And that you are his favorite one. All of you, you are his favorite one. He loves you. And this song is about what are we supposed to do as a Christian is to work for him. To work with a joyful heart. And this song says we're working on the building. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, we're working on the building. It's a new foundation. Holding up the blow thing. Battle for my love, battle for my love. Working on a building, going up to heaven to get my reward. Well, I'm working on a building, it's a true foundation. Holding up a blood stain, battle for my Lord. Well, I'll never get tired, tired, tired working on the building. Going up to heaven to get my reward. Solo! Holding up the blood stain, battle for my Lord. Well, I'll never get tired, tired, tired working on a building. I'm going to heaven to get my reward. Well, I'm going up to heaven to get my reward. Hallelujah. 
are giving us the strength. You are giving us the will. You are filling us with the joy of the Holy Spirit so that we can work on the building and work until you come back and pick us up. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. I know, huh? Maybe it's because I, uh, I watched the, uh, whatchamacallit there, uh, the Elvis, the, you know the, the movie you went to see with Nick? Ah, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, but it's more about the story about the, huh? What movie? Elvis. Yeah, they made, a, they made a movie about the Elvis life, but it's more about the colonel telling the story, his version. Right. So the colonel is telling a story, and, uh, and it's, it's sad also to see uh, how Elvis, you know, he was trapped in this golden cage. And I don't, you know, with every movie, you got to give and take, you know, you're not sure because what was making Jesus, was making Jesus, was making Elvis happy was the gospel song. And he was, and, and you hear it, when you're hearing the song, like I was just playing it for Daniel here, when I was showing him that song, working on the building, when you listen to him sing that song, you can feel the joy of the spirit in him, you know? So all the fame, all the diamonds, all the, all the gold in the world, you know, that was not enough. What he needed was the joy of the Lord. And this is what I'm here to share with you, that we, as children of God, we have this treasure in us, the joy of the Lord, and this is, this is the most amazing gift that we could ever hope to get, hallelujah, in this world, and to share it with everybody. So, if you would turn to, with me in, your, in the Word of God, which I will have to go and get here. Hallelujah. You know, it's been 23 years now that I didn't get a mic. God is giving me a mic, and thank you very much, Nick, for your confidence. And uh, to be able to share the Word of God in this place is, uh, is amazing. In the Second Chance Cafe, and, always, and this, this is why this is amazing, because God is the God of the Second Chance. Amen. And me, He gave me more than Second Chance. I mean, I, don't even, I can't even count on my finger how many chances God is giving to me. But this is, what, this is the amazing grace of God. Is that even if you're feeling down and low and, you know, okay, I sin, I have a hard time with this particular thing in my, you know, in my life, you can still come to the Father. God, God the Father will always receive you. And I am a testimony of that. 23 years ago, you know, I, I went astray, but God brought me back. And now today, I'm a, I'm, I have the opportunity to share His Word. What a great honor is this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So we're going to read, uh, first of all, in Matthew uh, no, in Luke, pardon me, Luke chapter 14. We always read this now at the beginning of each Second Chance Cafe podcast. Is it 14 or 4? Am I mistaken here? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, 4, 4, 4, 13, 4, 18, pardon me, 4, 18. So I'm going to be reading from the uh, New King James Version. I know people like the original King James Version, but I'm not good with the Dido D. You know what? You got it. So Luke chapter 4, verses 18. This verse is really imprinted on me. Because when I was reading this, I was reading the, the call that Jesus had received. And he was reading the fulfillment of the prophecy. And it says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Well, we can read it all together if you have it. I am? So the spirit of the... Oh, you got it in French? Okay, well. <laughs> is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set a liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for your word. And by the way, when, when the, he says that he's been sent to preach to the poor, I remember a pastor used to say that, well, you know, we shouldn't be giving to the poor because we're, we're called to preach to the poor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but we need to show the love of God because if somebody takes care of the poor, he's, be, he's the hand of God on earth. So yes, we need to preach them. But how are we going to preach them? And uh, that's me and my wife were discussing about that also, that uh, your testimony is stronger by the things that you do when you're at your workplace. And that's what we're going to talk about also about 
uh, you know, slothfulness. Is that a good is that slothfulness? Yeah, being lazy, a paresseur, you know. And uh, we're going to talk about what is that for a child of God, our responsibility as children of God to not to, to walk away from slothfulness, but to be diligent and to work like we're working for the king. And so, by even by not saying anything, people are going to see our example. Uh, as a Christian, as a believer, this is something different. Why is he always happy? Why is he coming to work? You know. So preaching to the poor is um, first of all to preach to the poor. You must, you know, you must be, give. Like you must be like God. You give. You, you give without even thinking about. It. You're just doing it. You're making a difference in other people's life. Christianity are the one who started the schools in the early days. You know, the Catholic Church, they came, we, all, we might say a lot of things about the Catholic Church, but that's what they were doing. They came here as missionary, and they opened schools, and they opened hospitals, and they were caring. So it was the Christian that started this whole caring about others. It's not the uh, atheistic or um, evolutional way of mentality, because when you're in the evolutional way, or, you know, it's like it's the strongest, the fittest, you know? Uh, my will be done, not his will be done. My will be done, and that's it. So you're satisfying yourself, your will be done, and uh, that's not the gospel that God is asking us to preach. Preaching to the poor. And the poor, who are the poor? Well, I'm considering myself a poor. Because, as you know, I was sharing that to Nick on the podcast also, is that, you know, the poor is the one that needs God. And the more you get to know God, the more you, you get, you, you still don't know about God. Because he's so amazing and so wide and so deep you know like the we were singing this song or so deep goes on to deep hallelujah <laughs> yeah so you know so this this is god is inviting us to go inside and go more deeper into him and to know him and this is the privilege that we have as child of god because before before i knew god i was a catholic but they never They never taught me, you know, how, that I could know God. I was hungry for God. I would go at the church and I would sit at the church hungry listening to every word that the preacher would say. But then, you know, we're hoping we're going to go to heaven. You know, that was the type of message we would hear. But today, the good news is that it says, I know the French version, it says, Je vous écris ces choses afin que vous sachiez. Not maybe. So I wrote these things that you would know. Yeah, it's not... It's, asserted, it's something that's certified in the Word of God that you may know without a shot. Not that you may, oh, man, I'm hoping maybe I'm going to see God. Maybe I'm going to meet God. No, you can know now because the Word of God tells you that these things have been written for you so that you may know without a shot. So God is inviting you to know Him. God is inviting you not for a religion. There's so many religions in this place. In this world, we don't need a religion, you know, that is going to leave us dry. We need the real living God that gives life, that breathes life into the plants, into the fish, into the animals, and into our soul. We have a living spirit inside of us. But if we do not know Christ, our spirit is dead. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. A souvenir from Nick. <laughs> so preaching to the poor. Preaching to the poor means we are poor. We need of God. Hallelujah. Okay. Second passage I would like to go into is going to be in Roman. If you want to turn with me. Chapter... Uh, what is it? I think it was Roman, 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 Roman. Goodness, Roman chapter... You're going to get it. You know you're going to get it. Chapter 12, verses 3 to 21. Romans. <clears throat> yeah. And this, this passage calls about the gifts and also our, uh, our role as Christian in this world also. If I can find it. Well, I'm working on the building. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Romans chapter 12. Yeah, you start with the foundation, huh? Okay. On the rock of Jesus, yes. Uh, yeah, we'll start with three, but uh, yeah, pass verse, verses three. So I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one 
a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Having then gifts, having, having then gifts, different, differing according to the grace that is given to us, so different dons, different gifts, okay? Let us use them. Yeah? If prophecy... Let us use prophecy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry. Ministry means service. Let us use it into our ministering. He who teach in teaching. He who exhort in exhortation. Exhortation, by the way, encouragement. He who gives with liberality. He who leads with diligence. He who sows mercy with cheerfulness. Let's Let love be without hypocrisy, abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honoring, in honor, pardon, giving preference to, uh, giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation. Continuing steadfastly in prayer. Distributing to the needs of the saints. Giving, giving to hospitality. And by the way, those who exercise the gift of hospitality, without even knowing it, the Bible says you might even welcome some angels. Wow, this is amazing. <laughs> Blessed those who persecute you. And bless those who persecute you, which is that we really need the help of the Holy Spirit. Nobody in this human Uh, flesh, walking in the flesh can bless those who persecute you. You know? Even in our work sometimes, you know, uh, uh, all kinds of situations can happen. I don't know if I can use this example, David, if you permit me. <laughs> David is a taxi driver like me. And, you know, he just make a U-turn. It's a, it's a legal U-turn. There's nothing that says it's not legal. He goes to get to the stand of the taxi. But then this guy sees, he's really, he gets behind him and goes to him in the window and he starts, you know, talking hardly to my son, you know. Oh, you're not allowed to do this. I said, yeah, we are allowed, but, but you see, you got to have... And then it, it made him uncomfortable after that. But, you know, this is, what, this is why we got to be... We got to deal with... with be kindly, kindly affectionate to one another. You know, it's, it's not easy, you know. And especially this guy, he doesn't have the brotherly love. He doesn't have the Holy Spirit. So this is the, this is the time. This is a test. Where God is going to help you, you know. So I just asked my, my son, okay, I know I can see you're not feeling good about this, you know, because he had other bad experience too, but let's just pray. Let's pray for this guy. So we prayed, and I think after that it was okay, huh? It went well after that, see? Amen. Amen. Praise God. Because you never know. But then we don't, we should, it should be like automatic to us when we are faced with a tribulation or something to go to prayer, to ask God, because he's there. He's there. He's with us. And we have his spirit, like I was sharing. You know, we, uh, old Pastor Steve was sharing something good when he was saying that, you know, the spirit of God seeks the death of God. And he put his spirit in us. So can you imagine? Fathom this. You know, because our spirit, you know, sometimes when you talk to yourself, and he, uh, he was giving that example about that chocolate bar, you know? Right. How many times it had that happens to us? You know, you were going to the Depanera, you got your card, you went there for, I don't know, a paint of milk or whatever, and then you're, you're there, and there, there's always other stuff that you could buy, and then you see this nice whole Henry chocolate bar, you know? And then there's this battle inside of you. Should I, what's the advantage of getting the bar? No, well, it's nougat, it's peanuts, it's chocolate, it's just good. What's the disadvantage? There's no disadvantage, he said. <laughs> I like the way he said that. There's no disadvantage. Yes, there is, because your wife's waiting for you. She probably made a supper, and if you eat that, eh, not to spoil you of supper. Also, if you're my diabetic, or I don't know, you know, or you, you don't want to gain any weight, maybe it's not a good idea. So there are disadvantages, but you see there's a battle with your spirit, because your spirit knows you. Sometimes we try to lie to ourselves, but our spirit, he knows ourselves better than we do. Better we, than we do. So I'm talking like, we're, I'm talk, and sometimes I talk to myself, to my third person. And then my wife, I said, She's in the bathroom. Who are you talking to? Oh, it's okay, you know. <laughs> so I hate it when you do that. I think you're talking to me and I'm in the bathroom. She doesn't like that. So I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm talking to myself, you know. 
You know, yeah, you know, I'm talking to myself. And, I, and, and, and sometimes I was wondering, maybe I'm crazy to talk. But no, it's good. It's good to talk to yourself. Even if you look in the psalm, it's mon âme, you know, and he's talking to his soul. C'est pourquoi t'as battu mon âme au-dedans de moi? Why are you so down, my soul? And he's speaking to himself. Mais réjouis-toi, réjouis-toi, parce que moi, moi, ton esprit qui te parle, mon âme, me, my spirit that is talking to you, myself, talking to myself. <laughs> Sound crazy there. But that's what we do. I'm preaching to myself. Hey, pourquoi t'es battu mon âme? Why are you so sad now? Troubles and this and that, whatever. Rejoice, I, parce que j'espère en Dieu. I am putting my hope into God. Amen. That's it. And then you preach that to yourself. So it's a good thing. So you're not, if you are talking to yourself. That's what God said. Let us make men. Let us. He was talking to himself. Yeah. And Jesus. And yeah. And, and him is, is really different too. Yeah. He's got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's a gang there to have conversation with. Yeah. <laughs> No offense, God. <laughs> we don't know that yet. <laughs> we have the body, but I mean the body, yeah, maybe I guess the body could talk to us too, you know. Because, you know, if you hit your, <laughs> if you hit your thumb with a, with a hammer, I think your body's going to talk to you. But he's going to say, ouch. He's going to say, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be speaking in tongues right now. So anyways, so that's the, that's the thing. But imagine going back to that spirit, because when, we, when you accept Jesus Christ, because for, for some people, this is like a mystery. What do you mean accept Jesus? What is this? Accept Jesus Christ. Am I, I'm a Christian. I go to church. You know, I go to Catholic church. I mean, or I go to, I don't know, whatever type of religion you might be in. But you didn't. You didn't really receive Jesus as your personal Savior. You're not born again. What is this being born again? You know, even Nic Nic Nicodemus, if you look in the, the scripture, Nicodemus, he was a Pharisee. And uh, he went by night because, you know, he didn't want to be, look a shameful, you know, to ask these questions to Jesus. He's, and Jesus told him that because he said, how can I, how can I go? No, I can go to heaven. And Jesus said, you're the teacher of the law. You don't know this. If, you can, if you're not born again, you cannot even enter the kingdom of God. What? How can I be born again? Do I have to go back into my mother's womb and then come to, come to earth? No, no, no. You see, it's like the wind. You see, you hear, you see, you hear it. You feel it where it comes from and this and that. But it's the same thing as somebody that is born again. It's like, it's, it's a new life. It's a new life. You die to your old self. You confess that you are a sinner. You... you Identify yourself that you should be at, and Jesus was not even dead at the cross, but they already understood, you know, according to scripture about all the lambs they would have to die. Some poor innocent beast would have to die to just to appease, you know, just to cover your sin for that time. But Jesus, he is the perfect lamb, and when he died, he didn't just cover temporarily. Hallelujah! <laughs> he all time the past sin, imagine that the present sin, and the future sin. So does that mean, Richard, I can sin now? No, that, that's not, that, that shouldn't be your heart. Your heart should be like, okay, now that I acknowledge this, I should be full of joy. I should feeling that this weight of condemnation that was weighing on me, oh, I, because you're going to church because you want to gain favor to God so that maybe I can go into heaven because you don't know. But the Bible says these things, like I was saying before, were written so that you would know. So now that you know, Now that you know that Jesus Christ is the one, the purest one, the, the, the God-given uh, gift that he came, that so that you that believes in him have everlasting, that's the first step. That's now, that, now that you receive that, you have peace now. You can receive peace. You can receive joy. Even when tribulation comes, you have access to God. And because he put his spirit, I'm coming back to that, the way, what I was saying, that he put a spirit in you, his spirit, you have the mind of, God, of Christ. The mind of Christ. Wow, what does that mean? So that means that everything that is good, you have it in you. Everything that God knows that is good, you have it in you. What a treasure that is. So how can I discover this? Well, first thing is to have, the, to have this book. It's called the Bible. With the 66 books. And... To find yourself a godly church. Because God can speak also to your brothers and sisters. But it always has to be according to the word of God. Like what I'm doing tonight. I'm sharing with you guys. And then you guys are humbling yourself. And you're receiving. And this is also something I want to share. Well, just finishing this passage. Because we're at what verse. Who was following me here? I was at what verse I was? No, I was not already at verse 13, Daniel. 
Okay, I was at, no, no, I was, oh yeah, yes, there, he was following, okay. Blesses those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. That was, I was, yeah, you're right, 14, because that's what the example of David, that, you know, instead of, you know, cursing this guy, uh, whatever, let's just bless him, let's just pray for this guy. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Huh? Weep with those who weep. What does that mean? If somebody is sad, you know, don't go there. <laughs> you know, God is a joker. <laughs> I remember when I first got saved in 1982. And I, I you know, they say, oh, follow this guy. He's going to counsel you because you don't know what you just happened here. But you just got saved. All the angels are rejoicing right now. So me, I'm crying. You know, I don't even, why, why I'm crying, I'm crying, I'm crying. And then I go downstairs and this guy is probably a new counsel, uh, conseiller. How do you say that? Counselor, yeah. So he's counseling me, and he's like, hey, hey, and he's laughing. Hey, God's got a sense of humor. And I'm there. I'm crying. Okay, he's got a sense of humor. So no, no, that was not, not the right thing to do. You would, you have to be, you know, sympathetic to the guy. You know, apathetic. You know, you understand that you no, know, something's going on here, and you, know, you not just laugh at him. You know, I feel like he's being laughed at. But luckily, I was not offended by that. You know, but it could have been. You know, you never know. So. That's something we need. So rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind towards one another. Yeah, we got to be the same mind. Hallelujah. Do not set your minds on high things, but associate with the humble. And that's, this is going to be really the core of what I want to share tonight. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Because there's a lot of people, <laughs> unfortunately. And me too. You know, I'm, sometimes I think I got it all together. And I think Pastor Steve also was preaching about that. That's why it's, it's still stirring. Yeah, it's still stirring in my soul that people think they have it all together. Those that think they have it all together. I have a customer there in my taxi, and uh, he thinks he's got it all together. So I, I can't talk to him about the vaccines. I can't talk to him about the mask. I can't talk to him about, about God. He's going to go in the morning. He's going to go and, you know, explore himself. But that's sad because when somebody thinks he's got all together, you got to wait. You got to wait till he realizes that he doesn't got it all together. That, he, you know, at the end of the day, he's got to go to the bathroom like everybody else and he's got to sit down there and pull the chain, you know. That tells you that you're not there yet. You're not, you're not the almighty God because people, some people believe they're God. Oh, you know, you, you, some teaching that we heard, you know, not too long time ago. <laughs> oh, if you're sick, well, put your hand, you know, you don't need to go see the, old, the elders, you know. You know that, uh, so that's, you, you, you're higher than that. You can put your hand where you are and confess to be healed and you're going to be healed. No, why, why wouldn't you need prayer from other people, you know? Yeah, I, I ask because, because that's pride. That's a disguised pride. You got to be careful about that, you know. <laughs> so this is why the, the Word of God is telling us, but, you know, but associate with the humble. So if you want to be a leader, you got to be a follower. The greater the follower you are, the greater the leader you'll become. Yeah, servant. The greater the servant you are. Yeah, follow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, well, it's called follow servant. Follow servant, yeah. So you follow a servant, and you become a servant, and you, you take the time to listen, then you're going to be, God's going to entrust you, because you've got a humble heart. And Jesus was the greatest uh, follower, well, you know, servant of all. He came and to serve. He came to serve all the way to the cross. He laid his life for us. How big, so how great of an example is that? So be, and I think we owe him that. We owe him to, you know, to... If we're going to go to work, let's look our best, let's be our best, and let's do our best. But my best is maybe not your best, you know? So we, that's why we always got to look to Jesus, you know? Because, you know, sometimes we can put ourselves down each other, and that's not, that's not what the Bible is asking us to do. Okay. So be of the same mind towards, we read that part, okay? So, uh, okay, that's it. We got, no, we're not done. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depend on you, live peacefully with all men. So that's what I was exactly sharing that to my son, you know. You know, we have to try to be in peace with everybody. But sometimes, you know, you, you know, 
No, it was my wife. I, I don't even know sometimes if I'm arguing with my wife or discussing with my son or whatever. But sometimes that's, you know, like we were saying, oh, you know, we got to live peaceful life. Yes. But sometimes we got to stand for what's right, too. Because if we don't, then they're going to take away all our freedom. And God doesn't want you to be back into bondage. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it, we have to have this balance. Okay, we're going to be in peace. But that's why a peaceful demonstration is illegal. It's supposed to be legal, you know. Like this poor uh, young man, 16-year-old, his name is John, uh, Joss Alexander, who had been banned for his school because he stand up for women's bathroom. Because dudes were going into the women's bathroom. And he said, this is not right. And then, uh, so he got banned from the school because of that. Yeah, so this is great. This is where the world, this Canada is, is now, right now. So, so things that we, would, we thought that was completely normal, like me. If I go, uh, I go in a, like McDonald's example, you know, and I'm, I want to go to the bathroom, I check on the door. But sometimes I make, make a, make, I make a mistake and I go in and I realize I'm not in the men's room now. What do I do? I turn around and get out of there, you know? But no, now today, you know, you, you, if you're a man, you can go in the women's room. If you're a woman, you can, no, no, no. They're, they're sort of mixing up stuff now, and it's getting very awkward, and uh, nobody's standing up for women anymore. Where are the men, you know? So that's why sometimes, yes, we got to leave peacefully, but we also have to stand for what's right. You know, we have to be men. All right. So, beloved, do not avenge yourself. That's very hard. That's very hard because at the moment, sometimes you just want to, you know, tell, tell it as it is. And sometimes, you know, it's better to leave it under, under God's hand. But rather give place to the wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, what do you do? Take him to Second Chance Cafe. <laughs> Let Nick feed him. <laughs> and then you can give a gift to Nick. <laughs> if he is thirsty, give him a drink. Eh? For in so doing, you will heap coals of fires on his head. Because how is he going to still be angry at you? You know, if you're doing good. So the first testimony, like preaching to the poor, when it comes down to preaching to the poor, is do good first, do good. And then he's going to question himself, how come these people are full of love? full of kindness. How come this guy that's going to work, he's always have a good idea. He's not complaining about the weather. He's not complaining about Trudeau. He's always got a good smile on his face. What's going on? You know? Because we are a different breed. We're just here. We know we're, our time here is limited. And I was thinking about Jesus' ministry. You know? He's going into a city and then the, 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 the disciples come to him and say, Master, they all want to know where you are. And what did Jesus say? I got to move on. <laughs> he didn't say, okay, I'm going to go and see them. No, I got to move on to the next city. Because he knows his time, how much time he had to do on the earth. You know? And we should be you know, mindful of that. We don't know how much time we have left. The rapture could be, you know, and it's going to be in the blink of an eye. Our body is going to be transformed into the glorious body as Jesus Christ. We don't have problem eating, you know, T-bone steaks anymore, worrying that we're going to be fat. We're going to be still going through the walls, even if we have a, a couple of extra pounds. No problem, because we're going to have this glorified body. Maybe we won't need to eat as much either, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not there yet. but So, you know, but we know our time is short on this earth. We know we're going to... So let's see what the Lord has in store for us. Like uh, Brother Nick was saying, his message for the, the year is be expecting. So my question to you, are you expecting... Are you believing that God of the universe has something great for you this year? I'm, I'm expecting. I'm expecting even this year. I'm expecting great things. We've been through, you know, and I'm not saying the apocalypse, you know, but we've been some, some really hard tribulation that we've never seen before in Canada. These lockdowns, the pastor getting arrested and going, putting them to prison just because they didn't want to close their church, you know. We've been... Uh, Defame, oh, because you're, uh, you're so-and-so, you don't have a proof of vaccination, you're not allowed to go in this restaurant, you're not allowed to go shop here. And, you know, what kind of, this was very sad what we've been through. But through, all, through it all, we're getting the victory. They're push, we're pushing back, and this is the beautiful thing, because now we're going to see God's hand. More great things are to come, you know, more great things. Amen. Okay. The call of greatness. Also, I want to share a beautiful gift that my son gave me 
for uh, Christmas, for my, my birthday, which was the 5th of February, by the way. And it's a little book, it's a devotional book, it's called To Greatness. What I just noticed also about this book is that it's a devotional between a father and a son. So I guess my son is reaching out to me. He says, uh, you know, father, uh, maybe it would be a good thing that uh, we could do a devotional together. We didn't do that yet, but, you know, the message is there. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> and this beautiful devotion I, I found uh, in the call to greatness, uh, if, I, if you permit me to read you a little bit about it, it's uh, follow well and lead well. So it goes well with about being a, and it's called follow worship. Follow, follow worship. Okay. So to be a good leader, that was uh, Chauncey Billups said that, to be a good leader, at some point, you have to be a good follower. I was always a good follower. I always followed the right people and listened to, to the right things. Those helped shape me as a leader. Okay? So the question is, are you a leader or a follower? This is a question we can ask ourselves. So uh, I don't want to read the whole thing there. But the, he had like a four or five, yeah, five Five powerful fellowship follow I have a hard time saying follow worship <laughs> principle that he learned over the year. The first one, follow worship is the beginning of leadership. So the best leader have mastered the art of following. Okay? Like Jesus. That's why he's the best of them all. Because he was the best uh, servant of all. And that's what the song says. If you want to be great in God's kingdom. You don't know that one? Learn to be the servant of all. Hey! Huh? Okay. So the best leader have mastered the art of following. And that is why people are drawn to them. Okay? Following those not... Uh, following does not mean going with the flow. And doing what everyone else is doing. <clears throat> that's not what he's saying here. Following means intentionally watching, okay, learning from and imitating others, obviously, like Paul, you know. You observe those who are walking in a manner of worthy of the Lord, who lives with humility and courage, who exhibit integrity and compassion, who make wise decisions. Those are the people you want to follow, not the people that make bad decisions, okay. And then you choose to follow in their footsteps. Paul, as he followed the example of Jesus, urged other believers to imitate him. We can look at 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1, which says... Imitate me, just as I also imitate Christ. So this is the best part. This is the best part we need to do, you know. To imitate somebody that walks with Jesus. That wants to be like Jesus. Everything's okay for you, Carol? We got cut off? Okay. <laughs> Secondly, we're all good? See you again. We're all good. So we're rolling. <laughs> so you don't follow... Other based on title or position, but on example and influence. Those you imitate will not share ab about all the people who follow them. Instead, they'll tell of the people they follow. So they're, they're going to talk about other people. Like I'm talking about Nick. How he's been faithful for 23 years now. He's a servant from 23 years. So when people are going after... Super preachers, you know, they, they go out by the star exit door, you know, they got their entourage, you know, and then they got their Mercedes or big nice car, Cadillac, whatever, private jets, you know. But they're not doing their, the job of Christ. They're not being, they're being served. They're not, they're not the servant. <laughs> you Nick, man, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm jealous because that's, that's a sin to be jealous, but I want to imitate you because you learn to be happy of serving an example of being there and being faithful in serving others for all these years. And that's beautiful. So if you if you want to be great in God's kingdom, there's your guy. There's a good guy there. Right there is not far to find. He's right there, okay? 
Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing also, when we talk about people, we talk about the people who are doing the service. We, we lift these people up and we support them. And by supporting them, we're going to tap into their blessing, tapping to their reward, because God is not a debtor to no man. You cannot outgive God. So when you're giving to people that are doing God's work, it's like you're giving to God, and God remember that, and God will honor that. And me, I saw an increase in my revenues, and a blessing this week was amazing. And I'm sure it's because I'm giving to God in every, time, in every kind of way. You know? And I'm seeing a blessing. I'm seeing it. It's amazing. Hallelujah. Secondly, follower, follow, followership, I'm going to get it. By the end of this thing, I'm going to get it. Starts with humility, okay? So followers admit they don't know it all and can't learn from others. See, that's the guy that's all, he's, he's got it all together. No, that's not being a nice followership. You got to admit that you don't know it all. You got to have a spirit that is ready to receive, always to be a Like what you guys are doing tonight. Be teachable. Yeah, to be teachable. You see, tonight, you're, I really appreciate that you guys are listening to what I have to share, you know? Like, who's this guy? We know him. You know, he plays the guitar, he's a taxi driver. What does he got to say? Well, you know, at least you're there. You open it. Maybe God really do have a word for you from me tonight. Amen. And we got to be open to that. And that's good. That's a good sign that you guys are on the right track of fellowship. Okay? They are humble. They have a thirst to grow and to get better. Okay? They want to get better. They want to stay stuck in the mud. You know, in the rut. In the mud. They don't need the glory or the recognition. This is, and you know, at the end there's a prayer there, but it's really because me, I want that. I want to have the glory and the recognition. And all of us, we have this little, this little voice, oh, you want to have the recognition, of, you know. But this is, that's why we need God's help all the time to keep us on the right track, you know. Instead, they pass on the praise to those around them. They share the love every day. They wake up. They clothe themselves with humility. You know? Thank you, Lord. I have, if I have the breath in my lungs this morning, if I can get out of my bed this morning, it's your grace. And thank you, Lord, for another day to be alive for Jesus Christ. I always say that. It's another great day to be alive for Jesus Christ. And it is. Each day it's a blessing and it's an opportunity in disguise that maybe we don't even know it. But God is giving us another opportunity to receive a tons, I mean a tons of reward when we're going to be at the Bema seat. Because we are all going to be judged at the Bema seat for the good that we've been obedient to God and for the things that we did for ourselves. Our selfish ambition. We learn about that. It's very dangerous. <laughs> huh? Each day Each we live and breathe mm -hmm. is a gift. It's a gift. That's why we call it the present. Yeah, the present. Exactly. So if you didn't get that, Brother Daniel says... That each a present, a cadeau, eh? each day that we live, it's a gift, it's a present, okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Daniel. So, they share the love, okay? So, uh, they pass on the praise to those. They share the love every day that we wake up. It's a present, like you said. They clothe themselves with humility. Putting on humility need, needs to become a daily discipline. We've got to discipline ourselves to put on this humility. In the same way, you who hunger must accept the authority of the elders. So that's was, that was something that we uh, lived through, unfortunately. <laughs> so people were disrespecting Brother Nick. And you, know, you are an elder, Nick. You know, 77 years old. You know, I mean, you deserve our respect, you know, and still uh, vibrant for God. So you elders, you deserve our respect, and you deserve that respect. we... Yeah. yeah, you know, that's wisdom. Amen. So... And all of you dress yourself in humility as you relate to one another. For God opposes the proud, but give grace to the humble. That's 1 Peter 5, 5. Thirdly, fellowship grows with serving. Okay? The fellow worship. I mean, <laughs> if being a great leader means being a great follower, then what is the secret of being a great follower? It's being a servant. Hallelujah. So followers have a willingness to serve others in sacrificial, humbling ways. A leader is someone who follows Christ's example of serving. Okay. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served. Oh, thank you.